0: Good to be here this evening. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. There's a lot of places we could be. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. If you're here, you just need to give God praise. If he kept you through the week, if he protects you on the road, if he fed you, if he, if he gave you clothes to wear and and he's blessed your families and your children, we just need to praise the Lord. We just need to be thankful that we have a house of worship to come into this evening to to hear his word to sing songs of praise and to worship him praise the lord well this evening we're going to continue our series on the fruit of the spirit found in galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23 that gives nine aspects of of god's character and this is not a complete list But it does represent what is important for us as believers, especially as we're in relationship with one another. Last week, Pastor Eric spoke on the fruit of love. And he said that the fruit listed in Galatians 5 must flow from the heart of love because God is love. He also said that there are three fundamental Things when we think about the fruit of the Holy Spirit that I believe are worth repeating one the fruit of the Spirit represents godly attributes that are cultivated in our lives as believers and this happens over a lifetime it is a process number two the flesh and the Spirit as mentioned in verse 17 of Galatians 5 are in opposition to one another And then number three, Pastor Eric shared that the fruit of the Spirit is much more important than the gifts of the Spirit. Because if we only seek to excel in the gifts and do not minister out of a heart of love, then 1 Corinthians 13 and 1 says, I will be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. It means nothing if I don't minister in love or serve the Lord in love. And then on last Sunday, Pastor John preached on the fruit of joy and peace. He gave us a pop quiz, and he asked the question, How do people know that you're a Christian? I know I'm a Christian because A, I preach a lot to my friends. Or B, I tell my family when they've sinned. C, I play my Christian music. Or D, I don't drink at social events. The point being that we are known as Christ followers in the way we reflect the fruit of the Spirit in our relationships with one another. This week we're going to look at the fruit of patience. Your Bible may use the word longsuffering or forbearance, and we will use those terms interchangeably. Patience is something we all need right now, but it takes a long, a long time to grow. Let's read again from Galatians 5, verses 16 through 25. Thank you for standing to honor God's word. Reading from the New Living Translation. So I say, this is the Apostle Paul writing to us. Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under the obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control there is no law against these things those who belong to christ jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there and since we are living by the spirit let us follow the spirit's leading in every part of our lives may god bless his word you may be seated The book of Galatians proclaims our freedom from the law and the power of sin. And our freedom now in Christ Jesus to serve and to live a life pleasing to the Lord. As a Christian, we receive a new nature with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation old things have passed away behold all things have become new in verse 17 of galatians 5 it says the sinful nature wants to do evil which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants and the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires these two forces are constantly fighting each other there's a battle We see clearly in the passage of Scripture where the Apostle Paul shares about his own struggle with sin in Romans 7, verses 15 through 20. Paul writes, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As if it is, it is no longer myself who do it. and then down to verse 25 paul makes this wonderful proclamation thanks be to god who delivers me through jesus christ our lord we get the point when we read these words from paul paul was struggling with the sinful nature the reality that i cannot do the things i want to and then fully realizing that it's only through jesus christ that i can live a life that pleases god We receive the Holy Spirit when we are saved and are no longer under the control of a sinful nature. But now under the influence of the Holy Spirit who transforms our character into the fruit of the Spirit, we are becoming more like Christ. And like Paul, Paul's reality, this is not something I can do in my own strength or my own might. The Holy Spirit is cultivating this fruit in our lives as believers. And we must allow the Holy Spirit to cultivate the soil of our heart by his presence in our lives. Let's turn to John chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, where Jesus speaks to us about the fruit. He says in verse 15, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every fruit that does not bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful you are already be clean. you are already clean because of the word i have spoken to you remain in me as i also remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me and then reading from verse 8 this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciples so it's God's will that we bear fruit in our lives by the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit but we can't do it in our own strength we have to abide or remain in Christ To remain in Christ is to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I've received Him as my Savior. I seek to do what pleases Him, obeying His Word. As a result, my life will bear the fruit. And we will reflect who God is, showing ourselves to be His disciples. So let's look further at the fruit of patience. As I said earlier... Your Bible may read long-suffering or forbearance. Patience, it means to endure, to be hopeful. It is selfless. It seeks to understand. I love the idea that we are just not called to endure, but to endure with an expected end, a place of hope in God psalms 27 13 and 14 the psalmist wrote i am still confident of this i will see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living wait for the lord be strong take heart wait for the lord what is he saying he's saying i'm going to wait i will endure i believe i believe god i am confident that god is working out working it out in me and he's working it out in you that's patience Waiting on the Lord. The fruit of patience listed in Galatians 5 is in respect to persons, our relationship with one another, and it is motivated by mercy. Mercy. Everyone say mercy. Mercy. Praise God for mercy. Everyone needs mercy from God, which means to forgive. It means to have compassion Thank God for His mercy. God does not give me what I deserve. He extends His mercy. Lamentations 3, verses 22 and 23 say about our God, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Just when you think God, when you say, I've blown it, God, I've blown it again, God, I've messed up again, God gives us new mercies, a new day, another day to live for him. Thank God for his mercy. Hallelujah. He's merciful towards us and he's long suffering towards us. Second Peter three and nine says, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. God is not willing that anyone perish. Isn't that good news? Amen. Praise the Lord. So here's our main point. Because God has been patient with us, we are to extend patience to others. Because God has been patient to us, we are to extend patience to others. Let me give you a broader definition of patience it's patience without complaint. Patience without complaint. It is being patient when it becomes uncomfortable. It takes me out of my way so I endure or I am discomforted without complaint all of us have had the experience of receiving a phone call from someone at the most inconvenient time help is needed an interruption in my day it's messing with my agenda you have to drop everything so that you can give help you have to give yourself to meet a need and so this is what patience is it's without complaining So we have to pray and ask God to help us to have the right attitude when we're helping, when it takes us out of our schedule or it's inconvenient for us. We have to ask God to give us a heart to not complain, but to be grateful, to be thankful and and just thank him for what he's giving us through the fruit of the spirit to be patient with others. When we read the gospels, we see this clearly in the interactions of Jesus with his disciples. You remember those disciples as you read the Gospels? Jesus was very patient with them. They were insensitive at times. They were lazy. They were proud, selfish. They were slow to believe. And from a human perspective, we would become very frustrated. In the midst of miracles and healing, they often focused on themselves. And they struggled with their faith. Yet we do not ever find Jesus insulting them. He loved the disciples. Now we do see him address their lack of faith. He would ask them questions. How long? But it was always done appropriately with a greater purpose in mind to help them as they followed him. Jesus loved them. He was committed to them and he served them even when they failed him. In Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 3, the Apostle Paul writes to the church about our relationships to one another. And he says, as a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. These verses address our interaction in the church with other believers. In a church as diverse as ours, there will be occasions when you don't see eye to eye on a situation. We are all different with many different backgrounds. However, the Bible tells us to be patient with one another to pray for one another attempt to understand the differences in faith because God has brought us together as one body as God's chosen people we are to walk worthy of the calling as an ambassador of the Lord of the Lord Jesus Christ to represent him here on earth in our homes in our relationships with our spouse our children We are to represent christ even when things don't go our way and the holy spirit will give you patience and enable you to be long suffering with your spouse and your children and all your friendships i'm the mother of four children and they're all adults right now but i can tell you that there have been times and i'm so grateful that i came to the lord at a a age when they were small Because I needed patience at every stage of their life. And when they became teenagers, my goodness, well, praise God, I'm still here. (laughs) Someone wrote a song, How I Got Over, How I Got Over, My Lord, How I Got Over. But God's grace, he enabled me to have patience. And I thank God that they're all here. All four children are here. They're adults. And I thank God for that. They're safe. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad Jesus was in my life. Another meaning for long-suffering is the ability to suffer long while being mistreated, without growing resentful, angry, or bitter. The wrongs that are done to us, the Holy Spirit enables us to bear up under, to forbear. When things, again, don't go our way, we have faith that God is going to work in our behalf talking about patience many of us know what it's like to work at a job and be treated unfairly sometimes we're in relationships where hurt has come sometimes we have the upper hand in a relationship and we have the power over people however however the bible says we are to be restrained with the power of the holy spirit to bear up under to have faith in god not to act Quickly or unjustly, patience. In First Peter two twenty three, we are told of a mistreat, the mistreat, mistreatment that Jesus received and how he responded to it. It says in First Peter two twenty three, when they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him. Who judges justly? Jesus entrusted his life over to God. He did not retaliate. He didn't take matters into his own hands. He knew God would judge righteously. And we must believe God will work in our behalf for our good and for his glory. The fruit of patience will grow as we exercise faith in believing God is in control and that he sees us. You remember the story of Joseph in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis. It is an amazing story. After many years, after being left for dead by his brothers, falsely accused, imprisoned, neglected, estranged from a family, Joseph on the other side of his situation is able to see how his life and his family from God's perspective joseph says in genesis 50, 50 verses 19 and 20 don't be afraid am i in the place of god basically he's saying who am i to judge and then verse 20 he says you intended to harm me but god intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done the saving of many lives god knows what you're going through He sees the wrong done to you. Let patience have its perfect work in you. Trust God. Wait patiently for him to bring good out of bad. God has a greater purpose, and we don't always know what that is. Amen? When we act hastily with people, responding in inappropriate ways, becoming angry or embittered, We lose sight of God in our circumstances and in the lives of of those that we're in relationship with. We hinder the fruit of patience working in us. James chapter 1 verses 19 and 20 says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. The fruit of patience will help us to step back, listen for the Holy Spirit. How does God want me to respond? Even when we're provoked, we must take a step back and listen for God's guidance. Sometimes we just need to leave the room, walk away, agree to disagree, come back later to clarify, to gain understanding, pray and listen to the Holy Spirit to move towards reconciliation. Scripture tells us not to repay evil for evil. Another way we can be in opposition to the fruit of patience is when we judge others. Matthew 7 verses 1 through 5. It reads, Do not judge others or you will or you will do not judge others and you will not be judged for you will be treated as you treat others the standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged and why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in yours how can you think of saying to your friend let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye hypocrite First get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. When we judge or condemn or take vengeance and and we try someone like we are the court and we are sentencing them in a court of law, it is the opposite of patience. Biblically, the core meaning for patience is God delaying judgment god is patient not willing that anyone should perish you cannot be patient with someone and still judge them these verses clearly say with that same uh, with the same judgment you use god will judge you why because we don't see from god's vantage point we only see in part our view is often distorted because of our own brokenness we are human We have our own issues with sin. How many of you remember the movie in 2008 called Vantage Point? How many of you remember that movie? Remember the movie, how it showed many, several, it was all one incident where uh, there was an attempted assassination. And they showed several, um, um, they showed several scenes from different points of the same incident and you got to see it from a different vantage point that's how God is he sees the big picture and when we judge people we're only seeing what we believe to be true or what we think we're not God we can't judge righteously only God can do that God's judgment is righteous pure and noble and God's purpose towards all that he has made is true Even as I share this evening, again, talking about patience and relationships, I have a family member, and we have come to the decision recently that we just need to distance ourselves from one another because it became too difficult. I love them, I'm praying for them, and I'm waiting on God to do what only He can do to restore and bring healing. Sometimes people have expectations in you that you just can't meet, And no matter what you do, you have to trust God and wait on Him and just have to be patient and pray for His will to be done. In James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, it reads, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing as believers we have to understand in this process of being conformed we are growing into maturity in christ god allows these trials so that we can grow and when we find ourselves in situations we are being challenged especially as it relates to patience then we must see it as an opportunity from god We can be assured that God is with us. The Holy Spirit will guide you. In verse 5 of James 1, it says, If you need wisdom, ask God, and He will give it to you generously. We need wisdom. We serve an all-wise God. And He says that when you need direction, to acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Well, let me give you some practical steps to help you develop patience in your life we need to get connected fellowship with other believers join a growth group you can't grow and mature in the fruit of the spirit in isolation it takes time to build relationships with others god created us for relationship with one another to grow in the community of faith where we can be transparent accountable support one another encourage and pray for one another secondly get a prayer partner schedule times during the week where you can have prayer together with someone while you're waiting on God to move in a situation perhaps you're in a marriage where you and your perhaps you're in a marriage and your spouse is not walking with the Lord or you have older children who don't know the lord or possibly, possibly they've walked away from the lord you don't need to go through those times alone get support where you are build up your faith resolve to be strengthened and to trust god for his purpose in your life and theirs number 3 pray daily for people for people don't get on the phone don't gossip Pray earnestly for one another. God is calling us to be patient, to wait on him, to trust that he's working it out. Get into the word of God. Find out what God's word says about your situation. Do a study on patience. Let the word minister to you and help you develop an attitude of faith regarding your situation. And then lastly, worship God spend time with God listening to worship music meditating on his word it will change you as you realize he is the greater one he is in control that he loves you and he is for you many times God does not change the situation immediately he changes us where is God calling you to extend patience today with your relationships to endure to be selfless to humble yourself without complaint to wait on him job said in chapter 23 verse 10 he knows the way that i take talking about god when he has tested me i will come forth as gold i love the imagery of gold in its purest form it's like a mirror that reflects god wants us to reflect who he is through the fruit of the spirit let patience have its perfect work in us amen amen Amen. praise the lord let's stand there's so much more in god's word about the fruit of patience and i invite you to look in his word this week and let him help you understand and grow in this fruit as we end today i wonder if there is someone here today who came to the service and i really-